You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good. Are you recording? To dawn hot. Yes, I'm recording. panting dog. Baby, good night. Oh my god! <laughs> Welcome to Guys Who Like Musicals. Welcome to Guys Who Like Musicals. Uh, we're sponsored by no one. <laughs> yeah, no. So, Yikes! Yeah. <laughs> It's just us talking into microphones. Welcome to Guys Who Like Musicals. Welcome to Guys Who Like Musicals. I'm Dan Tracy, and I'm here with Joe Carroll. I'm Joe Carroll. And uh, we're this week we're talking about uh, Girl from the North Country, Sunday in the Park with George, and Broadway Bears was this Sunday. We're also going to start uh, a new segment called Things That We Love, because we love musicals. So why don't we musicals. just love more things? Yeah. Um, so and then yeah. we're gonna and then we're gonna interview Will Burton from Broadway's Kiss Me Kate. Um, great interview with him. He, I really hope that he becomes somebody who people really want to see, like on the show on the show like regularly. Like, what's Will up to? Because he's so funny. He's yeah. so passionate. It's one of the most fun interviews, ever. Yeah, super high energy and hilarious, and he's such a guy. Yeah, he's such a guy. He's and a, he's stoked he, on musicals. He's so stoked on musicals. It's so great. Um, okay, so we have to talk about guys who like musicals. We have to talk about the disaster <laughs> that this has week. been. So Dan and I decided we want to make a podcast because it's 2019 and that's what people do. And last week, we, we like, we're, we're going to release it. And how hard can that be? So we... Put it up on one website. This was a Thursday. This was a Thursday. We're like, we're doing it. We're going to release it tomorrow. We're going to release it tomorrow. <laughs> we didn't even have like a knowledge base of how that even happens. Like, know. where does it go? What do we need a website? How, how do you call, like, do you call Apple iTunes? Like, do you call Like, like we thought you could just Cooper go on Tino. iTunes and just like upload it to iTunes, like Instagram, you know, just like, yeah, yeah this is our thing. Everybody no. could just know. Okay. So it was a disaster. So we made that video and like a ton of people saw it on my Instagram and on Dan's Instagram. And, you know, we're making a podcast. Come listen to it. And then we got a thousand text messages from people four. like four. No, I got a lot of them. I got a, a lot thousand. of people. Yes. Yes, a thousand. <laughs> no, true. it's not true. I got about six, but six people okay, were like, yeah. "Can't find, can't find the link. Where's the link? Where? Like, I'm trying to search on Apple Podcasts. I can't find it. Well, come to find out, it didn't exist. Right, it existed on SoundCloud for some people. Some people could listen to it on SoundCloud. Some people it couldn't. didn't work for other people. But it didn't work for other people. Um, we have finally remedied the problem as of like this morning. Like this morning, yeah. Alex Fink's interview. And the first episode of Guys Look Musicals is on Apple Podcasts. It's on Google Play. 
and we're working on we're Spotify. Working on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. People like, like want to listen to it on Spotify. Thank you for sticking with us. But it was a really funny week because we were all excited to release this yeah. thing. And then we realized we had no idea what we're doing. Yeah. And we're really excited that m- people more than our moms listen to it. Yeah. And that we've gotten some DMs that have been literally getting me through the day. Yeah. And two people, you said two people in Colombia listened to it. Yeah. We have some, some analytics, you know, some <laughs> fancy analytics <laughs> and, um, yeah, What's we've the got defini- some definition we've got, of like, analytics, Dan, the definition, like data, <laughs> okay, data and analytics. They've got to be different. Like, all right, I was trying to trap you yeah, and you passed okay, the test. So, all right. Um, okay, cool. So, so let's get into some Broadway news. And right? we started to figure it out, but thank you for listening. Yes. And, and yeah, we'll plug it now. Subscribe if you're yeah. if you're interested in hearing more, and don't be afraid to review us and let us yeah. know what you think and share it with your friends. And uh, yeah, but this is what it is. This, this is what is, it is. Yeah. So um, let's get into some let's Broadway do some news. news. Huh? Let's do some news. Uh, so this week, uh, actually, fresh off the presses this morning, a girl from the North Country announced its transfer Broadway uh, to Broadway. It will be opening in February of 2020. Yeah, um, the Belasco. at the Belasco, which is super awesome. Such that a rock show, and roll theater. for those of you who aren't familiar, played at the Public Theater uh, off Broadway last season, starring some pretty phenomenal people: mm-hmm. um, waitresses Caitlin Houlihan and Colton Ryan and Mark Kudish and mm-hmm. all sorts of other awesome people. Yeah. And um, it's coming. It's coming to Broadway, which is really exciting it's for them. The musical on, is about well, it's it's uh, Bob Dylan's catalog, and uh, the story is apparently it was it was the hottest ticket at the public uh, at that. I mean, everything that the public does is super. Yeah, hot, I mean, but, they, um, everything they do is great. You know, but, Hamilton started there, and all sorts of things. But they um, they totally sold out that run. Couldn't get a ticket to it, and uh, now it's coming. It's been knocking on the door for a second. I think they were just waiting for a theater. And now yeah, the yeah, Blast and to available. try and figure out like whether they were going to come in this season or next season and when and. I think they wanted to come in in the fall, but um, yeah, yeah. We've got a, a future cast member who we can't announce uh, who's interested in coming on the podcast. So <gasps> hot, take. hot take. How exciting! We I got know. Some so inside you gotta like and subscribe, and then you can get a. <laughs> We're giving you the can people get an inside look at Girl from the North Country with yeah. uh, one of their future cast members. Yeah, so that's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Um, and then this past weekend uh, was Broadway Bears, and Broadway Bears is a is a fundraiser for uh, Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS. And if you've ever been to a Broadway show or a touring production, um, you know that uh, a couple times a year, uh, casts will come out with the red buckets and do a collection for Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS. And um, that's their one of their main fundraisers every year is Broadway Bears, which is basically um, the best dancers on Broadway um, coming together at Hammerstein Ballroom and uh, basically stripping down for for money. Uh, it's a strip-a-thon. It's, it's, it's like the craziest best dancers in New York um, dancing like absolute maniacs. Uh, and they re- they raised $2 million. Insane. On, uh, on, on uh, Sunday night, 1.9 million bucks uh, for Broadway Cares, Equity Fights AIDS. Um, unbelievable organization and, and uh, the Broadway community loves them. And you know, it's uh, it's kind of a it's a horrible disease that is still um, not been cured and needs help all the time. But they help many other organizations besides just um, helping people with HIV and AIDS. It's a great organization. Broadway loves them. Broadway Bears. And check out some pictures because there are some smoking hot 
box. <laughs> it's just let's call it. What I've it is. never felt let's just call it like it I need to stop eating more. <laughs> yes, which which is not fair to say, but you know, it's a great way for people of all shapes and sizes. I think yeah. to you know feel feel sultry and feel sexy in a Body way. Positive yeah, like, I think it's really awesome. Yeah. It's it's you know it's also the people who make you feel bad about yourself a little bit, but right. like, you know, it's for a good cause. And, yeah. um, and everybody I have a friend who's raised $18,000 herself in mm. the last like four or five years. That's um, crazy. you know, and I think that's really awesome. So good for Broadway bears yeah. and, um, check out Broadway cares equity fights AIDS. Maybe we'll throw a link somewhere for you guys to, to look at and, um, <clears throat> moving right along, moving right along. Uh, this a few days ago, they announced that who's they, the producers they? of the <laughs> Sunday in the Park revival, announced that uh, the show is transferring to, to London, London in 2020, and it will be starring stars uh, stars from the revival, yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal and Emily Ashford. And I never got to see that, but that's one of my favorite shows. It's one of the first was, times that I like have spontaneously cried in a theater. Yeah, is seeing that show. Um, I'm sure all of you who would listen to a musicals podcast know that show. Yeah, and um, well, maybe, maybe not even actually. Yeah, Sunday in the Park was Sunday in the Park with George was not that popular in the way that even Into the Woods or Sweeney Todd sure. were when Sondheim. You know, that's a Sondheim show, but. A lot of people might know it. If you know it, chances are you love it. Uh, I got to see it. Um, oh, that so revival it was just—it was so cool, so minimal, and just like great actors doing great acting. Also, it was, it was the first show that they did at the new Hudson Theater, which is where Burn This is right now, and they had just like totally renovated it. Oh. My mom and I went and like had champagne. They serve champagne in like actual glasses. You know, you go to a Broadway show and they give you those plastic sippy cups. Yeah. Like we went and like it was like classy. It was classy as hell. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Um that video also of Jake Gyllenhaal singing Oh yeah. Is it finishing the, the hat yeah, where he walks uh, it's like through a, the theater. Yeah. A single take through the theater is my literal dream. Yeah check that out on YouTube. So I'm definitely gonna have to post that uh you know a link to that somewhere too. Um check that out. Yeah Dan's obsessed with all things video and uh that that is one that like you wish that you had been given the contract to like to make I mean that. I wish I could have just been a fly on the wall. Yeah. Also like who knew that that guy could sing so well? Yeah, it's kind of Jake, annoying. He sings so well. Yeah. Um That's one of those things what like, a genius. like so le- handsome. Like leave leave some of that to like the rest of us. You know what I mean? It'd be nice. Like it? just leave some talent. Yeah, that'd be great. Of, but like no, he's just like, like no, I'm like take some it of all. your millions like why don't you save <laughs> <laughs> the rest of us <laughs> from exactly. our student loans. <laughs> exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. No, it. but that's really exciting. We're super excited. Steven Sondheim and yeah. um, uh, James Lapine have quotes being like, this production was the single greatest gift to this show. Like these two people in these roles is like a marvel to see. It's and awesome. so anybody who might be listening in the UK or anybody who might be traveling there, get a, get a peek at, at that show and those tickets that yeah. went on sale uh, yeah. three days ago. Other news, Freestyle Love Supreme is coming to Broadway. Uh, this is, it's going to play a limited engagement at the Booth Theater um, September, uh, from September to January. Uh, it's created by Lin-Manuel Miranda, Chris Jackson, James Monroe Engerhart, Wayne Brady and David Diggs. Um, are, uh, Wayne Brady did not create it, but he was he's going to do it on Broadway. Um, and that's pretty cool. That is a completely improv uh, freestyle rap 
show and it's been crazy sold out. They did it at Joe's pub and at down at the public again, we're just like plugging the public big time, but that's going to be <laughs> super cool. Um, probably not going to be able to get a ticket to it. Um, but, yeah, but that sounds awesome. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, there's always there's all sorts of stuff going on. Um, okay, so we're so that's kind of Broadway. jumping into a new segment. We everything's a new segment, really. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but this week we wanted to try out a little things we love, and so we're both going to give you something that we love this week. Joe, what what do you got? Okay, thing that I love this week. I just found out that my wife Alex Fink, who uh, was interviewed on last week's podcast, has not seen The Lion King on Broadway. Have you seen The Lion King on Broadway? I saw the tour. Yeah. She's yeah. never seen the stage production of The Lion King. Oh, So, man. like, we're going. Because no guess way. what's awesome? The mm. Lion King. Absolutely. Okay, I don't care who you are or how, like, a, of a jaded He theater. just got so excited, he smacked the mic. <laughs> smacked the mic. Sorry. So that's unusable. But the, the opening of The Lion King in the theater is worth whatever you have to pay admission wise to get in you know price of admission is just worth the opening number yeah. it's it is an experience within itself it's a it was one of the first professional shows like big big shows i i ever saw um with my family and i still remember it and we were just talking this weekend she's like yeah i've never seen it and i was like um stop we're going so at some point i'm taking <laughs> or this is over <laughs> this is over so yeah so i'm gonna take her to see lion king that's amazing so important. i love that um things i love this week tommy brocco uh, Broadway's Tommy Bracco just uh, left the cast of Pretty Women <laughs> to be on the next season of Big Brother. Unreal. <laughs> for the chance to win a half a million dollars. <laughs> this guy, if you don't follow Tommy on Instagram, he's the world's greatest Instagram follower. Uh, follow. He actually just went private. Oh, he did? Yeah, oh, did because, he have to? Well, I don't know. I, the show? Yeah, I just... Uh, I don't know if he had to, but I'm sure he's got like Big Brother super fans. Right. And right. Tommy was in what are some shows? He's was in he Newsies. Was, he was right? in Newsies. That was kind of his breakout. Newsies, Pretty Women, um, and he plays a really hilarious part. And not it's Pretty Woman, not Pretty Women. Pretty Women. Pretty Woman. Right. Pretty Women is a different Broadway musical. Pretty, pretty Women is a song from Sweeney Todd. Exactly. And Pretty Woman. Pretty is Woman the musical is the directed musical by Jerry Mitchell. That is on Broadway right now. <laughs> Correct. So say that right, Joe. Um, and he plays this really hilarious, he's like the porter at the hotel and he plays, he has a really hilarious feature in the yeah, show. Yeah, he, he created that role, but he yeah. has stepped down because he's got this huge opportunity to, to play on this, which, you know, I don't watch, but I had some friends in yeah. college who were obsessed. Yeah. I don't, I, like, I don't like super, like, um, you know, like the, the guy in Jeopardy who made it super far and there are all these super fans that like track and code. My friends are on this level where they're like tracking exactly how to beat Big Brother. So maybe I'll, you know, point Tommy in their direction. Oh, and, I love it. Uh, yeah, so yeah. check out Broadway star Tommy Bracco on the next season of yeah. <laughs> Big Brother. Definitely. Awesome. Um, so we're going to launch into our interview with Will Burton. Will Burton is one of our best friends. Went to school together. He's just, like I said at the beginning, he is so fun. He's so amped about Broadway. And he's one of the most positive, hilarious, fun guys that exist. And that comes through in the interview. Um, we talk about Kiss Me Kate. We talk about American in Paris and his whole resume. Kiss Me Kate, Hello Dolly on Broadway, a Holiday Inn, and American in Paris. He's worked at Paper Mill, Goodspeed, The Muni. He did The Music Man at Arena Stage. Music Man is coming back to Broadway. Is it the same production? Sutton Foster. No, different production, but Sutton Foster, Hugh Jackman. Yeah. They're going to be looking for Tommy Julius. So I well, want to throw Will Burton's name in the ring for Tommy Julius on yeah. Broadway with the Dude, revival I of Music Man. love the music man. I, I, guys, hot take. <laughs> listen, 
<laughs> this is so, such a long intro. <laughs> Meredith Wilson wrote the book, music, and lyrics of Music Man. He'd never written a show before. And people still do that every year. That show is so good. I don't understand. <laughs> See, I'm like I'm at a loss for words yeah, yeah. because it's so good. I still know all the lyrics to Trouble. My first role in high school was Harold Hill. Well, all right. When I was four, when I was fifth, whatever I was, thirteen. How old are you in, in high school? Maybe I was fourteen. I was a freshman, and this senior kid was supposed to be Harold Hill, and then they cast the freshman to be Harold Hill. Whoa! And drama. I had no drama friends. in Providence, Rhode Island. Rhode Island. I immediately <laughs> lost all my friends, and then I sat alone at lunch for two years. Uh, feel bad for me. Yeah, don't, don't feel bad. Don't feel for bad you. for me. Yeah. Um, I deserved it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I love the music man. All right. Anyway, okay, so we that, should cut that. We, I'm sorry. We can, we'll, we'll keep. We'll definitely keep part of that. Well, there's so much good in there that we'll keep. But so we're throwing Will's name in the hat in the ring. We're th- blah, we're throwing Will's name in the ring. Hat in the ring doesn't matter for the revival of uh, Music Man. But he'll probably be booked up in something. The yeah, kid, exactly. the kid is unbelievable. Yeah. So. And uh, Kiss Me Kate closes this weekend. Uh, closes June 30th uh, on Sunday. Um, but uh, enjoy our interview with the hilarious, multi-talented, multifaceted, <laughs> very excitable Will Burton. Will Burton, thank Will you Burton. so much for uh, coming on to Guys Who Like Musicals. <laughs> um, you look very dashing today. Thanks, bro. The hair's slicked. He's you know, in, I, I, got, I got gigs, man. I got, I got places to go, he's people to see. got a press see. event today. There's, uh, yeah, we got a press event for the New York Times. Not a big deal. Celebrating big deal. Warren Carlyle's exceptional choreography in <laughs> Kiss Me, Kate. Um, so I had to look sharp. And it's a Monday. Like, like you, were just, you just sat down and you're like, I need a day off. But you know this what? The it. grind you know continues. What? The grind continues. The grind continues. And I'm so... Hashtag grateful to be grinding. <laughs> yeah. Because you know what? June 30th is my last day in the show. <laughs> right. <laughs> and there will be no grind. And I'll have all the days off that I want. So, Absolutely. Um, hashtag grateful for the grind. And hashtag Team Warren. Hashtag Kiss Me Kate. <laughs> choreography <laughs> yeah. Tony. Yeah, exactly. This is, this is your, social media. This right? is yeah. your press circuit yeah. for, for yeah, exactly. uh, Tony's exactly. season. I am plugging right now. Yeah. Yeah. So Will Burton is in... The ensemble of Kiss Me Kate, um, it is nominated for best revival. Warren yes, is. Warren is nominated for choreography. Um, how's it going over there? How is how, how's everybody feeling? How, I mean, this this time of year is insane. Yeah, it is. But you know, it's it's incredible. Like it's 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 so it's both exhausting, completely and totally exhausting, but so freaking exhilarating and exciting and like. It's one of those things where if you let it get you down, it will. Right. But if you just realize, like, you know, n- not everybody gets to be in this situation. Like, we, when we found out about our Tony Award nominations, we were waiting to go on to the Today Show to dance Too Darn Hot. And, like, it was, like, super early. And everyone is in that crazy place where it's, like, we've, we've had coffee but not enough sleep. Right, and right. we know that the nominations are coming out and we don't know what we're going to get. But we also know, like, is it going to come out before we go out there or are we going to find out right after? So I was standing there, like, next to Kelly when um, she found out that, like, she got nominated. You know what I mean? And then I'm standing there in the group when we found out Warren got nominated. And it was just, like, this riot in Rock Center. And, yeah, I was really tired that morning and for the rest of the week because of that. But, like, how 
cool is that? Yeah. I mean, like, you know, it's, it's totally thrilling and it's, you know, there are shows that are running that um, are nominated because they've been running for forever. So I feel grateful in that way too, that we're in this show that like, we, we did a cast recording two weeks ago. We did the Today Show this past week. We're doing like these press events. It's just, it's a blast. And I'm so, so grateful to be on this ride. And I also, it helps that I love the show. I love the people that I work with. I love what I get to do in the show. Um, and uh, yeah, I just feel, I feel psyched. Yeah, I mean, we've been we we've talked about that um, a lot. I mean, we've been we've been buddies for a long time, and you you don't talk about casts. Not you. I'm saying like the the proverbial you you people don't talk about casts the way that you have talked about this Kiss Me K cast. Yeah. Like, I don't know if there's something unique about this, like how tight you guys are, yeah. or what that is, or if if it's from the top down, Warren just putting people together. I mean, this is now the. The second show you've done with him, yeah. Show. yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, what is what is that dynamic? I mean, yeah, where does that man, come from? it's it's interesting. Like, I, in general, like every cast I've ever been in, you know, you go, oh, this is great. Like, this is great. I love these people. I love et cetera, et cetera, um, because you're just pumped to be there. And like, and in general, I have a whole theory about like when you get to to this level, a lot of the crappy people frankly have been weeded out so i'm just <laughs> yeah. gonna lay that out there right like you've got you got like they just sort of get weeded out because people don't want to work with them mm. and i've worked with some amazing casts, and um i love everybody that i've worked with let me just say that but this cast in particular has been just incredible i don't know what the x factor is i don't know you know i do think obviously it comes from the top down because they cast everybody right um and uh Warren Warren is an incredibly loyal guy. Scott Ellis, our director, is an incredibly loyal guy, and um, you know they they hired a lot of people that they worked with before that they knew were not going to be issues in the room, um, and so we got just like a ton of incredible talent, a ton of incredible material to work on, and that has just created this awesome atmosphere where everybody's just like so psyched. Plus, you know what else helps too is. We've got some people making their Broadway debuts in this show yeah, yeah. that are also just so hashtag grateful to right, be there. Right, and I right. freaking love watching them on a nightly basis. Like the opening number of the show is another opening, another show. Mm -hmm. And we have this moment where we like walk down stage and we're singing about like, oh, another opening. And I watch one girl, Sharice Springer. She is the bee's knees. She's a new mom, like a new mom in the, like a baby. And she was learning this Warren Carlisle, like tough choreography as a new mom. Yikes. And I can just see it in her eyes, how much it means to her to be here. And she's unbelievable in the show. Yeah. And so I just like watch her walk down and take in like the audience and, and just like really fully, like embrace yeah. the opportunity that she's been given. Um, and, and it's just, it's amazing. That's and awesome. I, I just love, I just love, I love our group. It sounds like like the, you know, you, it, the people who are really negative and, and you know, those sort of icky people, as I like to say, they're, they're infectious in a company. And it just sounds like actually what's so great about your, what you guys are doing is like the, the people who are, that much more excited to be there. They're thrilled to be on a Broadway stage and to be doing another opening of another show. Like that's infectious. So like that's 100%. coming from it's permeating through that the is, whole yeah. group, you know? Yeah, that's um, exactly right. Yeah. And so I, we're kind of moving backwards because usually when we chat with people, 
we start we're like where, where are you from and all yeah. of that but i, I kind of like working backwards because yeah. i want to ask because also kiss me kate we i got to see the the first production of this that you did with warren which was the roundabout benefit right and that was what oh, two years right. ago three yeah, years ago it was like two years ago yeah so so you got cast in that uh-huh. and they, it was just a benefit right and it was just yeah, like yeah it was, like yeah, to, it was raise to raise money for, for roundabout yeah. yeah and then it went so well and everybody was like wait this was kick ass we want to maybe bring it to broadway yeah and so had it been in development that whole time had it been shelved like what was that kind of like? yeah i mean i think you know i i can't I can't say that I know, you know, exactly what they were thinking when they chose Kiss Me Kate or if they if they chose it going, maybe we'll do this or or if they they chose it and then they said, let's see who we can get to play these roles. Right. And if we can get Kelly and Will attached to right. this thing, like maybe we can um, produce this thing later. But yeah, we did that concert, which was it was just like rehearsed it for a week, threw it on, you know, with books and everything. And it's like it's like a lot of. Shakespeare, so it was like a lot to do, to do in a week, but it went really, really well. The cast was phenomenal, and then I think, I think that like as soon as we were done with the concert, everybody, you know, everybody in the ensemble was like, Wait, is this oh, my God. So, "Oh, we're getting a call. Oh, we are getting a call. I, that, this is coming to Broadway. That was too good." And um, and yeah, I think probably, I guess, a year later or so. I got a call and they were like, we're doing this thing. Do you want to be a part of it? I was like, did you have to re-audition? No. You had just closed Dolly? I was doing Dolly when I got that call. Um, But yeah, so I I think they had been, they they went, yeah, that went really well. Kelly, what's your deal? Can we do this? Will, what's your deal? Can we do this? Um, And, uh, you know, the rest is history now. That's so freaking cool. And then, so, so did that happen as of Hello, Dolly? Did you get an an offer like did they call you did warren call you and say hey we're doing this benefit would you just come and dance and and yeah oh yeah or did you have to audition that's an interesting question so i was doing this goes way back my first broadway show an american in paris right everybody in the show was going in and auditioning for hello dolly like going to these invited dance calls and i wasn't i didn't get a call to like go in and i had never worked with warren at this point and I was like, oh, well, I guess that means, you know, I'm not going to go in for that show. <laughs> and people had booked it. Like, people went in and, like, booked it from American in Paris. And are and doing like, Hello Dolly. And are they're going like, to do Hello Dolly. Like, my next I'm show like, is yeah. Hello Dolly. I was like, ah, like, oh, cool. okay, great. This is probably my only Broadway show, so it's fine. <laughs> and finally, I get called in to go in for Gavin's understudy. It wasn't even Gavin's understudy at the time. It was just understudy Cornelius. Yeah. And it was, so I got all that material. I went in as like to sing and read first, which is sort of unusual for me. Usually I go to like a, a dance call first and then I get called back to like see if I can understudy. So I went in with that material and then immediately Jerry Zaks was like, um, why don't you take a look at this Ambrose material? So I went out, I went back in, I read the Ambrose material. They were like, great, come back to this movers call uh, with Warren. I was like, movers call. <laughs> I'm an American. Movers call. I was like, do I even have to wear a dance belt to this call? <laughs> Couldn't be more opposite from you. Like, yeah, I truly well, admire that work. To what happened. <laughs> um, so I go in for Warren then for the first time. And I'm in there with a bunch of people who I assume are auditioning for like understudy roles and Gavin and, and, and under, I guess, and Ambrose's, I guess. But it's like a lot of guys who I've never seen in a dance call before, guys who I know that's not their, their you know, what they 
yeah. put Forte, forward yeah. first. And I was like, oh, oh I got this. <laughs> <laughs> well, Warren pulled no punches at this dance audition. I mean, like, we were doing, like, multiple double tours in a row. We were doing barrel turns and big, like, second leaps, and it was fast, and it was really athletic. And I was just like... Okay, your will your ego needs to calm down just a little bit. You need to get into <laughs> to dance brain for a second. Um, but yeah, it was my first time ever auditioning for Warren, and it was like a full dance call, but with generally with in the room, it was movers. Right, it was it, actors, people who you thought yeah. were like gonna yeah you know, not be yeah. doing Warren Carlisle exactly. double tours. They in weren't the expecting to be doing that right. either, for right. the record. Right. right. Um, Do you remember any faces from that? Oh, you have Preston any, like, Boyd's. Oh yeah, gosh, Preston yeah. Boyd. I, but no, <laughs> the, the great thing about Preston Boyd is that. That dude went can it. move, yeah. and he yeah. freaking went for it, and yeah. Warren knows that, and he's like, that, that's what he loves. He's like, as long as you're trying your hardest, I'm a fan of yours. Yeah. And I've learned that about Warren, and that's great because that syncs up very much with the way I work, which is like, I might not be the best dancer in the room, but I'm willing to do the most work right. to, to try to, to get to where you want this to be. Right. And I think he picked up on that and he so then like I got two jobs from that one audition basically. I got the Kiss Me Kate um benefit and Hello Dolly and they lined up nicely. Yeah. So um and and now the revival of Kiss Me Kate on Broadway right, technically. Right. So yeah, three exactly. Jobs. Yeah. yeah, so three jobs. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And I guess yeah. what I, what I'm getting to which is not a very good joke but I'm going to make the joke is that you're technically an offer only actor now because <laughs> you, point, you you didn't last, have to yeah, audition my last for, Broadway gig. Yeah, I didn't yeah. have to audition for I my last Broadway show. You're kind I know of a big I never <laughs> like I never thought I'd be able to say that. And I, I did audition but well and then even moving this is perfect sort of sequencing moving backwards because then you know American in Paris which was your your Broadway debut? Oh my God, the American in Paris story is kind of funny. Do we have Do we have a second? Like, yeah, can I tell the story? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, it's literally that's why, why we're here. here. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> great. Please do. Great. No, I got a boogie. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And so we don't have any more questions. On that so, one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm doing South Pacific at Paper Mill Playhouse, and the music director is the same guy who was music directing like the the lab and workshop productions of. And American in Paris. And all the rumors are, this is the most intense ballet dancing you've ever seen on Broadway. And so I was like, I, we, a bunch of the guys in, in South Pacific got an audition for an American in Paris at 10 a.m. the day after we closed South Pacific. <laughs> so already I'm rolling my eyes going like, oh, it's a ballet show. Mm-hmm. And it's at 10 a.m. the day after we close, and I want to be out with my bro, my fucking sailors, excuse yeah, my language, no, no, no. my like sailors, like getting, you know, hammered. Yeah, yeah. Like that's what no, I yes, wanted to do, yes. frankly, right? That's what Instead, you do when a show I, closes. Yeah. The show closes, you go and you celebrate. In, yeah, exactly. In it's like all a, the you ways know, that you know how. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and these guys were awesome, and I was like, I'm not going to, for an audition at 10 a.m., like, <laughs> nah, I don't think so. So I talked to Brad, the guy who's the music director for both. Um, I was like, what, is, what does this show look like? Like, what are the, is there a track for me? Right, right. He was like, What's well, the, is there's some thing? openings, but, uh, you know, it's the most, it's the craziest ballet dancing I've ever seen. If you think that's you, go for it. And I was like, I don't think that's me. So I'm not <laughs> going to go for that. I'm definitely going to skip that. And then the actor brain that kicked in during cater waitering mm-hmm. times kicked in and I went dude you can't even afford to go to dance classes right now you're barely making rent with like the regional jobs that you're getting the least that can come of this is a free hour of dance 
class, yeah. basically. Free wow. ballet yeah. class. Totally. Yeah. And I just like couldn't, my conscience was just like nagging at me. So I think of the guys who got that audition, I was the only one who ended up deciding to go. And I tell you, I showed up for this audition and I had never been more like on my leg in my life. I was doing like six and seven pirouettes every time I tried. I, I was just like, the, the stars just aligned. God was oh just like God. spinning me on a little thing. And I was just so like, cool. my, my whole time I was just going, act like this is normal. Act <laughs> like this is what you do. Play it cool. <laughs> Play it cool, bro. <laughs> Because they started with this like ballet, you know, this across the floor ballet combination, which I, I've taken ballet and I took, you know, I took a lot in high school when I first started dancing. So I do have some ballet technique, but I knew they were calling in company dancers. Yeah. And ABT, I was like, I'm, what am I going to look ballet, like? I'm like, big, yeah, exactly. Ballet first people. Exactly. And that's not my thing. So, but I got through that ballet cut. Then they did a jazz combination where I was like, I was in my pocket a little bit. Then they did like a soft shoe tap combination where the ballet dancers ran to the back of the room and I ran to the front and I was like, I'm about to sell the shit out of this because now I'm feeling good. Right. I'm on my leg. <laughs> They've noticed. Like we're right. we're we're in in the running for this thing. So right. and you're getting the, the skills that they're asking you for as the day progresses are exactly, getting more and more in your wheelhouse exactly. as opposed to less and less in your wheelhouse. Exactly. Right. Which exactly which is if you can get through those first few, right. like then then you're golden. That's awesome. Um so yeah, so then like the week went by and we we did some callbacks. We did the final callback was terrifying and I totally bombed this one girl's chances of ever getting into the show because it was like partnering right with point work like the girls had to be on point right. and I'm dancing with this chick who was unfreaking believable and like that's just not something that I've like trained in it's like keeping a girl over you know yeah. her Making foot sure she's on her leg yeah right. exactly which I fully sabotaged this poor girl Sarah's audition mm. I remember after after we went and did this combination, they were like, um, Sarah, why don't you come back out and do it with Rodrigo? I was like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> but she had never practiced with Rodrigo, so of course it didn't go very well. Oh, so man. I fully sabotaged her audition, but uh, I booked it, so... <laughs> Sorry, Sarah. I don't remember your last name. I had a similar experience with um, one of my first big play auditions in the city was for Cyrano de Bergerac, that mm -hmm. revival a couple years ago. Uh -huh. and we had to we had to do fencing, we had to do sword fighting. Oh god! And, and in the audition, uh, yeah, you had to yeah. do sword fighting. Yeah, That's did, safe. We, there was a there was oh, a full um, uh, stage combat call. And I was in, do you know Danny Binstock? Do you know Danny? Mm -hmm. He was a Michigan grad, but he went to Yale, got his MFA. Anyway, he, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, so yeah. we're paired together and we're sword fighting. And I just, I bombed completely. I forgot where I was. Like, yeah. I forgot my own name. I yeah. didn't know. Like, I like, I like, you know, wet myself and <laughs> oh, ran out of the room God. and just totally sabotaged my chances but also his chances of getting this job yeah and i felt horrible and i see him all the time now like we we joke about it all the time but uh i felt horrible and he actually gave me the greatest piece of audition advice after that um we walked out and i was apologizing i was like i'm so sorry i'm i ruined your your audition i'm so sorry and he's like listen man there'll be another one i'm don't worry about it like and he, and he goes watch this is what i do after every audition he took his sides and he ripped them in half and he threw them in the garbage mm. and he's like 
if I get a call back, I'll reprint the sides. Yeah. But today was for this audition and it's over now. Damn. And now those sides are in the garbage and it's on to the next thing. What a healthy, well-adjusted R- way right. of coping with auditions. <laughs> right, right. That is certainly yeah. not what I do. Nope. My right. way is completely unhealthy. Yeah. And I'm basically a drug addict for <laughs> feedback. <laughs> Aren't we all? Yeah. For those of you who don't know, the, the process of audition, I've had to explain this to a stage manager where I was like, well, I definitely didn't get that one. And they're like, well, did you hear that? And I'm like, no, I never hear anything. anything. (laughs) Did you hear you didn't do it? Did I hear I didn't do well? No, I know I didn't do well. And even if I did do well, I'm not going to hear an answer. Maybe even if I get the job, I'm not going to hear an answer until nine months from now. Yeah. For those of you who don't know. Yeah. So don't be doing this for feedback because you're not going to get it. And my poor agents. Yeah. Like I'm like, 24 hours go by, you know, from the 10 a.m. audition, and I'm already like in their emails just going, you know, I felt it went well. Um, any feedback? I mean, honestly, any feedback? And I'm like, what are these casting directors like? Are they really going to go, well, I remember? No, they're just no. going to go, he was great, but he was too young. Or he was great, but he was too bad. Yeah. Like, like, it's, they're just going to, you know. Not going his way is like yeah. the most common one. To give them credit, like th- there's just a lot of people that Could they have to deal with. Could you imagine giving yeah, feedback to, to every actor yeah. at all? There's a lot of people, and my ass thinks that they're gonna like the guy that they knew as soon as he started singing. They didn't want. They're not going. Well, in case his agents call asking for feedback, let's make sure that I'm tuned in. They're not doing that. Right. right. <laughs> it's a busy day. They're gonna see 50 people, and you yeah. Know, yeah, they don't have time. I'm they're trying fa- to make sure that they can the find crowd. someone to do the job. Right. That's right. their job. You know? All right. So you get done with this point variation and you yeah. completely sabotage this poor girl's chance of yeah. getting in the show yeah and but you're gonna make your Broadway debut no right. so so you get done with that and then you yeah. have to sing again do you go back and like right do that so whole this this was exciting so I get done with that and then they keep some people to like sing and read for the last the last time like and I go into this like separate room in new 42 the little green room area and I'm waiting and I'm the last one in line and I go in and I sing and I read and I feel great about it. And I walk out and I'm walking down the street and I'm like, dope, that went so well. And I'm actually supposed to go meet my girlfriend at the time. And then I get a call from my agents that, that were like, are you, still, are you still at the studio? I was like, no, I, I left the studio. It went great. And they were like, they want to see you. And I was like, but I was the last one to leave. They want to see me by myself. They were like, yeah, they want to see you dance. And I was going, oh my God. Okay, so I go up there and I'm in my dance clothes. And I walk into those huge studios. Yeah, I can't believe it was at New 42. At New 42. Yeah, they're like yeah. airplane hangers. Yeah, yeah. they are freaking massive. And now I'm the only person standing in the center of the space, but you know, with the table like a mile away. How many people behind the table? It was think? probably 10 yeah. people, like including yeah. Brad, the music director uh-huh. that I was, you know, had talked to, and and Rachel Hoffman. And you know who wasn't there was director choreographer Chris Wielden, who had stepped out to get a sandwich. So I'm sta- standing there, and they're all like, sorry, Chris just stepped out, so just hang in there. And I'm standing in the middle of the room by myself. <laughs> oh, no. So Brad Hawk, the music director, comes around, and he just walks slowly over towards me while I'm like pretending to stretch or like look at something on the wall. <laughs> and he's like, buddy, you're doing great. You're doing great. Just And I was like, yeah, no shit, Brad. I wouldn't be here if I wasn't doing No, I'm kidding. I'm, I was, no, I was honestly like, thank you. Just stay just here with me, me, please. Yeah, just talk, talk to me, me for like weather. a second. Yeah, yeah right. talk to me about the weather. Right. Exactly. Anything but what I'm thinking about right now. Yeah, and so then Chris comes in and they um, made me do, I guess, both combinations alone. 
Um, and then I remember cracking a joke on the way out that just landed. Oh, thank And I was like, <laughs> oh, it's in the bag. <laughs> it's in the bag. No, I was like, I was actually thinking, I am going to be fucking crushed when this does not happen because oh, yeah. sure, at the right. time yeah, too yeah, they were yeah. like this is this this is for paris and broadway we're going to paris for two months which yeah let me also say at this point i had never traveled in my life but yeah. i wanted to i was like they're gonna pay me to go to paris they had announced that the out-of-town tryout was going to be in paris, in paris. for an american paris which yeah they never that's oh my god uh, it's unprecedented yeah, yeah. Right, yeah um but yeah so then i guess a week later i'm working this sample sales job yep where I'm, oh my God, it's my personal hell what this, this, this particular day of sample sales. So sample sales is when like, you know, let's say Gucci has a bunch of leftover stuff. <laughs> they send it to this company and the company sets it all out, which I'm the company. We set it all out on tables. We have to put out price tags and all mm-hmm. this crap. And then for like five hectic hours, people come in and just tear the place apart. Exactly. So Z- I'm working one of these jobs and the day isn't, there's no clothes. It's just bags, like women's mm-hmm. purses, purses, which yeah. for some people, heaven on earth, not for Will Burton. <laughs> Will Burton is looking at these boxes just going, holy shit. They're asking me to sort through these bags. I'm waiting to hear about the job that's going to change my life. My agent has been like, the call's coming at the end of the week. Right. If there's a call, it's coming at the end of the week. It's Friday at this point. I was like, okay, yeah, you got that, like, okay. in your stomach at every moment. Yeah, every moment. And, you mm-hmm. know, I'm getting like phantom vibrations in yep. my leg. Mm-hmm. So finally, I get a real vibration, and it is indeed my agent. So I was like, oh, excuse me, I got to go to the bathroom. I got to go to the bathroom. So I ran to the bathroom. I'm like, Jed, Jed, tell me something good, man. He's like, all right, we got you this audition for Footloose at PCLO this summer. <laughs> no, and I was like, no, no. This is so not what I want to hear right now. He was like, what are you talking about? I was like, I'm waiting to hear about American in Paris. He was like, oh, right, 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 right. Okay, fine. Are you sure you don't want to do this footloose? I was like, yes. <laughs> God damn it. So I go, back, <laughs> I go back out and I'm working through these bags, which, God, just terrible. And I get another call from him. And I just don't even go to the bathroom. I pick it up and Jed's like, hey, buddy, you know, don't have to worry about Footloose because you're going to Paris. And I just, wow. like, I broke down. Like, I was just yeah. like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I mean, it totally changed my life. You're I, crying like, in the bathroom. It's a bathroom. Yeah, you're it's a bathroom, bathroom cry. Like, I sneak away. Like, fully should have gotten fired. I, I just left and called my mom and then came back and then was like, can I leave? And they were like, are you coming back tomorrow? And I was like, no. no. <laughs> yeah, right. no. Actually, it was a phone call with my, my, one of my best friends, Itai. I called him and I was like, dude, oh my God, oh my God. And I told him and he was like, are you, are you going to go back and work for them? And I was like, well, rehearsals start in like, you know, two and a half, three months. So I guess I, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. I, I, like, yeah. I'll just survive on whatever cash I have left. I'm not, I'm not going back. I never worked another sample sale or, or cater waitering job again That's from amazing. that from that phone call i love the like the picture the, yeah. the the picture though of like them being like in, in the movie of all this you walk back in after getting the phone call and they're like are you coming back tomorrow and you just turn over your shoulder and you're like no <laughs> <laughs> like throwing bags on yeah, the tables exactly. i know that's not what happened but like yeah but, but in, in your in my brain in your that, dramatic that's what it felt like, brain. That's yeah, what yeah, it felt yeah, like. Yeah. honestly i can't believe that this happened to you because I have the same exact story. No way. I was catering too. Yeah. Yeah. And they called me. You got me. the call for waitress? Yeah. Dude. 
I was catering and they everyone was like so I got the call, you know, you're going to be in Waitress. You start tomorrow morning. Whoa. And I was so like, good. what? And then so we, I was in the middle of the shift, like negotiating for the cover bumps and all that stuff. And the agent kept calling me back and I'm calling them back and forth. And um, everyone there was like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Like, yeah. why are you still here? Yeah. And I was like, because there's free tequila. Yeah. <laughs> And my, I'm bartending yeah, today. Why would I yeah, leave? Yeah, why this? would I leave? So I, I just like, you know, of course you're not supposed to drink at work. And I was just like, this one's on me. You know, just like down the hatch. Amazing. I you started just, rehearsal the next day at like five o'clock or something. Yeah, you, so I like yeah, you turned this, I had the morning. You turned this catering event into your own personal Broadway debut party. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Truly. Exactly. Well, because the you know, the truth is most of the cater waiters are actors and like oh, yeah. right. to see someone like you know, one get of my that call one is of my best thrilling. friends and classmates, Jordan Barrow, was working with me that day. And Amazing. So we like got to celebrate together. It Amazing. Was, yeah, it was really cool. That's right. Yeah, it was really cool. Um I can't believe you have that same story. Yeah. I wish I'd left. It's epic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's like the dream from catering is like you just want to like throw a bunch of glasses on the floor and right. never come back. Exactly. Right. No, I'll and never work for Soy for Haskin again. Yeah. Right. Most likely. Right. Yeah. Well, let's hope you, you don't yeah. have to. Um, so, you know, you go to, well, I just want to touch back on again. That journey is so rewarding. You know, four years of, 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 and that that's even sh- a short period of time. Ale- my wife is doing Come From Away right now, and people get their Broadway debut 25 years, 30 years in the business. You know, people yeah, making yeah. their Broadway totally, debut yeah. can take a really long time. But yeah. especially as a dancer with all of your contemporaries, like just putting in the work for four years after graduation, grinding, 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 people don't always see that part of it. And we love talking to people about that. Like, what was, the, what was that downtime like before you kind of had your first big break and i would say that american paris really set you on a trajectory to be non-stop for the last what four yeah, four yeah, years yeah. basically you haven't you haven't stopped it's yeah. been one after another i after know another. it's it's wild um yeah um that yeah it, so basically you know the catering thing was like eight months and then once i got my first um gig like I think it was uh, it was arena it was well it was the big fish workshop and then it was arena stage and so because of those eight months where I was becoming truly miserable I had such a greater appreciation and and gratitude for right. like being able to be back in a rehearsal space and like to just to to be able to support myself doing what I wanted to do and and as a result th- I just worked my ass off every every rehearsal room. I was like, I am not letting anyone see me not give a hundred percent because right. that's the only thing I can control. Really, yeah. is just trying really hard. Right. The talent is going to be what it's going to be. Right. I'm either going to be able to sing this the way you want me to sing it, or I'm not. But I'm going to try <laughs> with every fiber of my being to to give you what you want. And so I just kept plugging along, working at you know I worked just great regional theaters for like, for like, you know, three and a half, four years. Um, you know, I worked at Goodspeed and arena stage and paper mill, um, and, and reworked there. That's kind of, those were signs that I was like, I was doing good work because they were like, you want to come back and do whatever. I'd be like, dope, this is great. And I was understudying. Um, yeah. And then finally, I get, I don't even know what the, what the, that tipping point was, but right. I think it was just being at, you know, being in the right place at the right time yeah. and just, uh, 
I love that you almost didn't go. I know. Like, you know. Well, and and you you worked and I love your your work ethic has always been incredible, but in college especially like you would always be like, "Oh, I'm just like a guy who like dances. I'm not like a dancer." I'm not, and you always are sort of self-deprecating about your ability and I felt like after really after American in Paris, you owned like, no, I can, I'm, I belong here. I can uh-huh. dance. I'm dancing. I'm doing ballet next to people who, you know, were New York city ballet yeah. company members. Yeah. Yeah. You know, really owning that. Like, and now you're doing your second Warren Carlisle show. Yeah. Featured Tom, Dick and Harry. You're out right. there. You're out there the whole time. Yeah. Like next to, I mean, I just remember going to the, the, the benefit and seeing you next to Robbie Fairchild yeah. and being like, like, will, not only can Will hang with these people, Will is shining next shining. to these people. Yeah, you know, like even in like the ads for Kiss Me Kate, I'm yeah. like, look at him up there, just a beam. <laughs> yeah, just and then now you're a gif. You're the that yeah, file yeah, you yeah, text yeah. The, yeah. that things on yeah, Twitter. I'm, you I'm check this out where Will is doing. What is that from? What is that in? Tommy yeah, that's yeah. no, that's in um, a number called Contiamo. It's the pirouette. Yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. Arm. yeah, yeah. That's in like in a number called Contiamo. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that show is so good. Yeah, yeah. man, yeah. I. I uh, I'm I'm loving it, and I didn't know Kiss Me Kate very well before this this experience, but uh, it's great. Yeah. Obviously, you know, I don't know how much you guys know about the show, but it was a little problematic, and we've done mm-hmm. tons some, of work, mm-hmm. some some work to it, just to kind of soften its rough misogynistic edges. But it's a great show, and and Scott Ellis, the director, really let Warren go to town on the dancing like he expanded too darn hot he added um bill calhoun into too darn hot so there's like tapping in too darn hot now Mm. and um james t lane is is tapping alongside him and he added to tom dick or harry from the benefit you saw he like gave each of the guys like us we each have this solo with our own dance vocabulary and um yeah and as for like me owning the dancing thing it's really interesting because it's all it's all relative, right? Like when I look at the dance company people that I know, I don't consider myself a dancer. When I look at a lot of the people in in Kiss Me Kate, I'm just like I don't think of myself as a dancer first. Mm. But I don't I don't know what I think of myself first. I, like I, I I don't even know when people say like What do you do? I'm like Well, I've always been hired as a dancer, but I consider myself like an actor, singer, dancer. Like not in that order, just in like. I don't know. I don't know what's interesting though, because like when you're when you're in comp- the company of people who you admire, it's yeah. like if you're standing next to, yeah, you know, Robbie Fairchild, yeah. you're like, well, he's a dancer. So if he's a dancer, does that mean I'm not a dancer? And like, right. no, exactly. well, that doesn't mean right. That right. Of course, talent. It's a different thing. Of course, of course. Yeah, of course. I've got my I've got but my how, thing. I'm right. You know, it's it's interesting actually. This show has been great for me in terms of owning what I do and kind of figuring and feeling confident about what I do. There's, there's a moment that starts like the Shakespeare section of the show where the curtain comes up. We're all in like our Shakespearean outfits. I'm in my like tights and like big quaffed like velvet thing. It's, um, great costumes, by the way, Jeff Mashey, got to throw a shout out there. Um, and from that moment, everything that I think I do pretty well, I get to do in like in like 15 minutes. Like I get to like be a total goofball. I get to just like dance my ass off and I get to like sing alone on a Broadway stage and like in this trio of guys who are all amazing. Like Corbin Blue is 
just a phenomenal song and dance man. Rick Fonio. Rick Fonio, this guy is over the age of 40, and he is crushing this choreography. And not only that, but the guy was a Frankie Valley for four years wow. in Jersey Boys, like yeah. in Las Vegas. And like I've heard people, you know, who have done the show say like he was one of the best Frankie Valleys there was. Right. And this guy is just like Wow. And and therefore looking at these guys and, and Steph Styles is yeah. also yeah. obviously singing the number and she knows her th- she's known her thing since she was, you know, ten years old. Like totally. she's mm-hmm. just found her thing. So I and so I've come into my thing a little bit and I get to yeah. do it all right. thanks to Warren and Scott. Um yeah. And it's just been, yeah, it's just been. We're so running great. out for I, you. Got to run because you're you're about to go do this thing for the New York Times, which is very cool. But my one question, like, you're a guy who, of many interests and of many hobbies and oh, all sorts of stuff. Oh yeah. Um, will brews beer. Will is a cook. Will likes all sorts of stuff. So we don't have to get time to get into all that. But like, what is your? And I ask this of other guests and people your unreachable star your your goal like what is the thing you know what do you really want to do what is at the end of the light at the end of now this tunnel because you've hit you've reached broadway you've yeah. reached yeah no that's certain... that, is, that is a great question and i have like a, a hundred answers the i mean I honestly that. i just want to be i just want to be in a position where i can constantly being be being creative I, I, if that means like I don't know. I okay. I sat down with my agents recently, and they said, "What do you want to do? What's the next step?" I, I said, "I just want to take a step forward in any direction." Let's because because like I said, I don't know if I'm a dancer, a singer, or an actor. Or if I'm all three, or can mm-hmm. can how do you tell yeah. casting people that this is that you know what I'm saying? So I just want to take a step forward in any direction. I've started writing, writing sketches, writing comedy. Sweet. Um, yeah. I. Like I, I want to go in. I last last year or a couple years ago, uh, they sent me in for a few TV things, and I got one of those, and that was totally rad and uncomfortable. But at the same time, being uncomfortable to me is such a great thing. That's learning. It's the, it's only, the only way to get better. Right? Exactly. Yeah. It really, really is, and that's been that's what happened to me in an American in Paris with all those yeah. company dancers. Yeah. That's what happened to me when I was in, you know when I first moved to the city and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Um, that's what happened to me in high school when I started all of this. And I was just in this performing arts high school with a bunch of people who were so much better than me that I had no choice but to to grow. So I just want to be around awesome, creative people. I want to be um, creating and, and just growing as an artist in any direction, yeah. truly any direction. And that broadness may lead to nothing because I think a lot of times you have to, to focus your energy. And when we close this show, I'm actually going to have to... Um, do some soul searching a little bit and go, what do I want to focus on right now? And I think a lot of that is going to be the writing and um, um, see how that goes. I'm going to maybe do some comedy, like UCB style stuff. We'll see. Or you're just going to be on our web series because... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's great. Are you offering me a job? Can I have a contract? Yes. Yeah, yes. we also Here's don't. We office. don't really have a web series. It hasn't yeah, been yeah. written, like, it hasn't been written yet. Great, great, great. Because we also need but to focus. Been, yeah. We need to focus. Yeah, 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 yeah. We do take, a lot of things. Take my there. advice. Um, no, this has been such a nice well, conversation. This is amazing. I feel like there's so many other things that I want to ask you about too, about growing up as a young dancer and about going to performing arts school and kind of. We did a little bit of a different structure than we normally do, where we kind of start from the beginning, which I loved. 
Yeah. And I love to hear all these stories. Um, but we'll have to have you on again to talk about the other stuff that we missed. Yo, people are going to be chomping at the bit to get me back on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I will be back. All of our listeners. All of our listeners. <laughs> right. My mom. Yeah. Will's mom. <laughs> Will's mom. Yes, exactly. We have seven Exactly. Seven we have 100 people. listens because my mom's listened to it 94 yeah. times. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. thank you, buddy. Thank yeah, you man. so much for being here. Thanks for having me, guys. This was a blast. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening to our interview with Will Burton. If you've made it this far, please do the subscribe, rate, thing. Share. Share. Just yeah. tell people about it. Um, yeah. And and do the DM on Instagram thing. We do have a Gmail account, guys who like musicals at gmail.com. If you have questions or concerns or want to hear from somebody in particular, we have a bunch of interviews lined up, and we're hoping to get super fancy and famous people as well. But uh, you just never know. So you just never know. If you want to hear from somebody, please. If there's somebody know. you want to hear from, or if there's something you want to hear about, or you know, um, somebody DM'd us the their detailed review of King Kong, which we won't we won't get into. Um, Unreal, but it was <laughs> super awesome, and I love we love all that stuff. Yeah. So let us know if you love us, if you hate us. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.